Welcome everyone to another edition of the State of Morales podcast, sponsored as always by our girlfriends at D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about the quest for five. We're only down to one because we're going to talk about four county championships that our Marauders have won this week including the Boeing, indoor track, swimming, and wrestling programs. We'll also talk about some history, as we're going to talk about multiple things of history in this week's edition of the podcast. Mark Armstrong has become the second leading scorer in prep history in the basketball team's victory over Del Barton. Lastly, we're going to reveal who you voted for as our Marauder Player of the Week and you're going to want to to stay tuned and listen to these results because it was decided in a photo finish. So stay tuned for that. It's, it's going to be a great episode on top. I can feel it. I got the energy. We can always be found on any of your listening devices, on Apple, on Spotify, on Anchor, Google Podcasts, you name it. We're there. So be sure to search State of the Marauders or follow us on our social media profile at SOT Marauders to see all of our exclusive Marauder content. As always, I am your host, Ronaldo Rodriguez. So let's get right into those results of the week. And as we mentioned in the beginning, there's so much to talk about because we have four county championships for your Marauders. Let's get it up for Marauder land, let's go. We're going to start off with the Boeing team. And before they won the official county championship, they would have won the Hudson County League trophy by defeating North Bergen 28-40 to 24-8, okay? And the championships is by pins. And the senior Raul Cortinas was a man on a mission in not only this contest, but also in the actual county championship match as well. He scored a 649 to lead the way, and junior John Cases was second in scoring as well with a 612. So as a result of this match, they got the overall league trophy before they took on the entire county in a one-day tournament for the county championship. They would officially run the gauntlet, and then one team was in their path to victory, and that would be McNair Academy in the final. In that whole tournament, Raul had an excellent series. He bowled a 5.53. Senior Blaze Edwards right behind him at 5.47. And for the first time since 2017, your St. Peter's Prep Marauders. Uh, Hudson County champions in bowling. 
The throne is back and grand and worn. In that final match, they would win all three games by a combined score of 574 to 496. And again, this team has been sensational all season long. They continue to showcase to the county and the state for that matter why they are one of the best teams out there. And I just want to give a quick shout out to head coach Then Menafro, who took over the team this season for Carmelo Slitzer. And he has been instrumental to the team's 14 and 0 record so far. So Blaze, Raul, and Dan Silva will all compete in this week's county king and queen tournament. So good luck to them and those individuals. Maybe get some more trophies down Grand Award. And good luck to the team on Friday as they're going to compete in the NJSIAA North 2 Sectional Championship Tournament at Jersey Lanes in Linden. The indoor track team earlier this season won the Hudson County Relays. So they wanted to make this a 2-for-2 Hudson County sweep by winning the actual Hudson County title. And they would do so. They would bring home the crown by defeating second place Schneider by 12 points, 67-55. to Fitzroy Legister would start things off by winning the 55-meter dash at a time of 6.58, with Sam Slade right behind him in second at 6.82. And the freshman 55-meter dash, Jason Peterson, would end in second with a time of 7.36. And the 55-meter hurdles, Chad Trammell would win it in 8.06, while in the freshman race, Corey Greenfield will win it in 9.10. In the freshman 3,200-meter race, Dan Nemeth will win at a time of 11.30.24. Fitzroy would also win the 400-meter dash by two hundredths of a second over Jacob Rodriguez of Hudson Catholic at a time of 51.69. It's a close race there. Fitzroy, of course, delivers as always. He's committed to Rutgers, so congrats to Fitz on that. You'll be seeing him at the Rutgers track coming up. In the fall. In the freshman 400, Jason and Andres Perez will finish one and two respectively with times of 57.34 and 58.83. In the 800 freshman race, your Marauders will actually finish one, two, and three as Nate Palmerino will win it at 216.86. Aiden Prucher will finish in 222.65, and Tommy O'Brien will finish in 222.97. Chad Trammell will also take a tie for first with Joseph Garcia of Hudson Catholic with a 5-8 and the high jump. The freshman team would also win the overall Hudson County Championship over Schneider by a score of, get this, 79 to 27. So the future for track is very bright out there. That's for sure. So great job by the track team. Getting us two Hudson County titles to talk about this week. Let's go. Bumped. The track team will also compete in the Catholic Track Championships and had some successful results here as well. You know, you have Fitzroy Legister winning the 55-meter dash in 646. 
the Fletcher 4x400 team also won the relay at a time of 3.45.09. So, they're going to be off this week as they're going to now get prepared for the state meet on February 25th down in Tom's River. But before then, they're going to get some, some, some practice reps by competing in the Ed Grant last chance meet on February 16th. The swimming team, they would compete in a three-day event for the Hudson County title. And again, swimming just absolutely dominated the competition. They would win it by 200 points over Union City for not their first, not their second, third, fourth, fifth, yada, yada, yada. Their 10th consecutive county title. That is an historical achievement. It would start off with the 200-yard medley relay with the team of Kevin Wentworth, Evan Briggs, Chase Thomas, and David Sawinski winning the race at a time of 141.08. Evan would also win the 200 freestyle at a time of 149.76 with David right behind them at 150.18. David would also win the 100 butterfly at 55.23. Swinky Precop would win the 100 freestyle at 49.39. And the 500-meter freestyle, freshman Will Hines would win it at a time of 4.54.05. Nick Peed right behind him at 5.04.04. And the 200 freestyle relay, the team of Christian Ramachi, Griffin Ragnar, Tristan Whitworth, and Logan Galavan would win it at a time of 1.36.03. Frankie and Kevin would end up 1-2 and two in the 100-yard backstroke with times of 54.09 and 55 minutes exactly. Oh, sorry, seconds exactly, respectively. Lastly, the team of Kevin, Frankie, Will, and Nick would win the 400-meter freestyle relay at a time of 321.46. So great job again by the swimmers. They now look towards the state playoffs. As they look to get revenge against Delby from early in the season when they lost 89 to 81, they're going to again come back to SPU on Friday in the 6 11 first round matchup. Again, come out of this one. They're going to need your support. They're going to need to get revenge and try to advance into the state quarterfinals. Be sure to follow them at SP Prep Swimstagram on Instagram. For all of the latest updates on that match, and that's going to be an exciting one for sure. And the wrestling team, they're going to round out the county winners this week. But before we talk about them winning the county, they pulled off one of the state's biggest upsets of the year by defeating number three ranked St. Joe's Regional at the barn last Wednesday. And in that matchup, the Green Knights we start with a 22 to nothing lead. Again, we started the heavyweight division with St. Joe's absolutely dominant. But that would not defer the Marauders as the match started to tilt in the direction once it got to lightweights. No surprises there, ladies and gentlemen, because the Marauders are stacked at the lightweight division. It started at 106. Freshman Phenom Adrian De Jesus 
with a pen at 155. We go to 113. Jake Tellerico would win by decision 7 to 1. At 120, Donovan Chavis would win by decision 11 to 4. At 126, Kaden Ricciardi would win by decision 7 to 1. At 132, Jonathan Fuller would also win by decision 42. Angelo Polici would win by forfeit at 138. Felix Latini would again win by decision 7 to 2 at 144. And the turning point of the match and the 33rd consecutive point by the Marauders was Max Netherlands' pin at 44 seconds. That tilted the whole match right there because the Marauders are up 11 now with two bouts to go. So all we needed to do was avoid either getting pinned twice or for a tie, get pinned once and a major decision, right? But as a result, it would hang on. 33-29, to 29, big victory for the wrestling team, especially after losing to lower-ranked CBA earlier in the season. This was a big momentum shift for the Marauders heading into the state playoffs. But before we talk about the state playoffs, we got to talk about the county tournament because the Marauders decided they're going to take that momentum they got from the St. Joe's matchup, and they're going to absolutely steamroll the county competition and all three matches they have. So the first match, they would defeat Secaucus 76-6. to Okay? It gets better. In the semifinals, they defeated Weehawken by a score of 84 to nothing. And then in, in, in the, the county championship, all the chips on the line, they defeated North Bergen by a whopping 76-6. So... Get this. Swimming won their 10th consecutive county title. Wrestling's won their 13th consecutive title. So, a truly historical achievement for the program. You know, they're looking to get a piece of the sectional trophy now for states. Again, they got very tough group. Talk about Del Barton, Bergen Catholic, St. Joe's, Paramus Catholic, the Marauders' first round opponent, the fifth ranked team in the state of New Jersey. They got their hands cut out for them, but I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this Marauder team has a lot of youth, a lot, a lot of quality talent on this team. I would not be surprised if they beat Premise Catholic in the first round. So they're going to compete today against Premise Catholic first round matchup. Be sure to follow at SPP Wrestling for all the updates on that one. That's going to be a fun one for sure. Okay. So now that we talk about all the county championships that happened this week, let's talk about the rest of the program as a whole. And the basketball team had a pretty successful week on the docket. They would win three of the four matches they competed in. Unfortunately, the one loss being to number one Camden in the Metro Classic. But they defeated Union City, Del Barton, and Lincoln. So let's talk about the Union City matchup first. I was on the call at the barn, downtown Jersey City, with senior Joe Henry for this matchup. So let's listen in to the calls from this. Anderson on the rebound, Bryce Anderson to Kinsler. Kinsler going to shoot again for free. 
got it. Matt Kinsler from downtown gets a little pick from Kinsler. Back to Kinsler. He's going to shoot a deep three. And a now no good rebound by Lingo. Hands off to Armstrong for three. No good. Rebound guy. Guy. Bakes it in. No good. Fourth chance in a row. And finally, Ben Guy puts it in. Steal by Armour to Fowler. Guy finishes. Ben Guy. Lopez looks. Stolen by Armstrong. Let's see if he's going to finish this one. Yes, he does. Mark Armstrong with a slam. Moore's back up five. So talented. That's what Union City's been defending this whole game, and they want to keep doing that. Another steal by the Moore. Take up the Armstrong. Spin Oh, it's done. Oh, what a move by Mark Armstrong. Unbelievable. Rebound by Lingham. Fowler drives. Reverse layup, wow! Zion Fowler with the highlight reel layup. Oh, good by Caleb Johnson. Here comes Armstrong again. Armstrong behind the back. Fancy layup and a foul! <laughs> Mark Armstrong and the Lord putting on the clinic. Jacob's way, and he's gonna get stripped. Mark Armstrong with another dunk. For drive, that's a steal. Armor up the floor to Armstrong and another slam! Another slam, 20 points for Mark Armstrong. And that's a steal. Armor to Guy. Nice, pretty play. Armor to Guy. Kinsler. Tornabene a free. It's good. Sam Tornabene from downtown. They are down a little bit. You couldn't use that in the second quarter. But he's doing it all trying to get his team back in this one. Nice feed. And the slam by Tyler Lingham. Looks like both benches are in right now. So let's see how we end this game right here. Steal. Tornabene, and the foul! Sam Tornabene delivers. Marusic gets the layup! There it is for the senior. Ends the game in style. The Marauders will win this one, 73 to 38, your final. For the youngster, as they would win it 73 to 38. So, great, great job against Union City. Now, we shift to the Delby matchup and again for some of you that may not know the Delby students we're talking a little bit of smack about Mark Armstrong that go well with the team and again coming into this matchup Mark Armstrong would need 27 points to pass Austin Way of the class of 2014 for second all time so the big question is will he get into second place Let's find out as Kevin Connolly, class of 2016, would call the game for D1 Media Pro. So, Kevin, take it away. Kinsler off the elbow. Look to drive. A nice spin and a finish. That's Kinsler. He replaced Fowler, who will check back in at the next whistle. Armstrong working. Gets into the lane. His foot is down. Rappahorse. With Lagos, gets it poked away from Armstrong. He re-corrals. Armstrong stepped through. Thought he got fouled, but he made the layup instead. Armstrong gets a screen. A stutter step. Nice feed out to Fowler. Steps into a three. Zion Fowler's second three of the game. Talk to the officials about something. Armstrong just kept walking the ball at the floor. Behind the back. And a mid-range pull-up. Oh, Mark Armstrong. He's on a mission tonight. On the drive, nice dunk down, down low, a hesitation, and the layup was no good. 
Lingham, outlet pass. Armstrong, a step through, and he finishes at the rim. Couple of face-ups. Fowler on the drive. One more. Guys, three. Marauders cannot miss. Down, a kick, a three. That's way off. Armstrong looking to go coast to coast. The step through. And he'll lay it in off the front iron. Armour straight on three. Too strong. Kinsler swings it in the corner. Armstrong drives. The reverse. Oh, pretty move there for Mark Armstrong. Armstrong looking to go himself in isolation. He gets to the rim and he finishes. He'll slow things up a bit here for the Marauders. Now he'll look to drive Armstrong all the way to the hole and the finger roll. Armstrong goes straight to the hole, the step through and the layup. And Mark Armstrong now passes Austin White. Uh, St. Peter's preps second all-time leading scorer. Armstrong picks up another screen. He'll step back, a three for 30. Give him a 30 ball. Mark Armstrong, pass, and that will do it. A 63-43 final for St. Peter's prep on the road against Del Barton. Mark would do it. He would hit the 30 ball. He decides, you know, twice on his and I'm going for 30. And that was a surreal experience for Kevin and I seeing history happen right in front of us. We're all hoping here to see Mark pass first place all time. Hopefully, maybe in the regular season, maybe the playoffs. But to me, he is a tremendous player. And I'm not sure when the next time Prep will see a player as generational as Mark Armstrong. So let's enjoy. Let's give the team a lot of support every minute that we can. Okay? In this matchup, Matt Kinsler came up a rebound short of a double-double. But he had 14 points with Zion Fowler also having nine points as well in that 63-43 to 43 victory over Dal Barton. So on this week's State of the Martyrs hotline, Kevin Connolly talked with Mark Armstrong after the Delby game to talk about how he felt to break second place all time and what he thought of that game as a whole. So, Kevin, take it away, buddy. Welcome to the State of the Motors Hotline, sponsored by the Torna Bennett Group. They provide leadership solutions for nonprofit organizations, professional fundraising, intimate executives, and strategic marketing. They also provide sales, fundraising, and executive solutions for New Jersey businesses. For more information, call 201-932-0100 today. That's 201-932-0100. Here with St. Peter's Prep senior guard Mark Armstrong, a 30-point night against Del Barton. He moves into the second place on the all-time scoring list. Mark, first, congrats. It's always tough to come on the road. Yes. Um, first of all, what was getting that 30-point mark and moving into second all-time on the scoring list mean to you? Uh, it means a lot um, to pass on Austin White. He coached me, actually, in the fall. I know him, like, personally, I know his dad, we know the family, so it means a lot. He texted me before the game, like, reach it, so I wasn't really going for it in the game, but just playing through the flow. But my, I think my teammates knew, and they just got me going. 
with and that. Now with the game, 20-point win, 63-43 over Del Bar and its arrival. This place was it was rocking a little bit, and you 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 and your team silenced them quickly. Yeah, um, we just came out. Coach uh, prepared us for it. He said it was gonna be a state atmosphere. What it was, they brought their fans out. Um, it's not our first game like this, so we came out poised and got the dub and stick to our game plan. Mark, congrats. Thanks for the time. See you at Villanova next yeah. year, and best of luck the rest of the way. Got it. Thank you. Again, thank you so much, Kevin. You you are an amazing play-by-play -play man. I mean, you do so much with the Media Pro. We really appreciate you calling the Marauders games each and every week. It's been fantastic. So, Joe Henry will be on the call for the final victory the Marauders would have this week. Down a little bit down the street against Lincoln, in which it was a 62-30 victory for the Marauders. So, Joe, let's take it away, buddy. Kinsler out to Armstrong, open for three. Gets it to Fowler, Fowler for three, and it's good! Zion Fowler for three. Nowhere to go, Kinsler. Fowler for three, and it's good! Fowler knocks down another basket. Armstrong goes in. Jumper, and it's good. Armstrong gets the basket. By Benjamin J. Gatherford. Stolen by the Marauders. Lingham goes up, and it's good with the jab. Going in. Gets it out to Lingham. Fowler, open for three, stares it down. And he makes it. Zion Fowler with another three. That close game simply slipping away from them. Shots up for three. And it's good. What a job by Fowler with another three. He cannot be stopped so far. Lingham on the face. Hodge with the ball. Looks like that's going to be a struggle for the basketball there. Stoned by the Marauders. Lingham on the run. Goes up. And he got the basket to go. A shot by Zion Fowler as he just keeps cooking it up. I feel like I'm watching Gordon Ramsay right now because he's the chef. Marauders. Armstrong goes up. Oh, what a move by Magic Mark Armstrong. Oh, Armstrong with the steal. And the jam! Magic Mark with the Royal Flush. Shot is no good. Rebound by the Marauders. Have a chance to take a 30-point lead. Armstrong stares it down. Goes in. Goes up. With the jumper. Mark Armstrong puts him up by 30. To the glass. Getting the power play. Armstrong goes up. Oh, what a lay. Tour through him. Right off the wrist. Smooth as butter. Fowler gets it to Armour. Armour out to Armstrong for three. And it's good. Mark Armstrong dropping dimes here. As the Marauders... Just let this one play out. The St. Peter's Prep Marauders will beat the Lincoln Lions 62 to 30 here in downtown Jersey City. Take it away, buddy. Again, you know, Mark Armstrong would not have a good night from the floor, but he had 10 free throws in the contest, and he still would end up being the leading scorer with 25 points in the 62 to 30 victory. Again, when Mark is off, he'll still find a way to get you 20 or even 30 points a game. Zion Fowler would have another good game for the Marauders. He ended up with 19 points as well. So again, a convincing victory against Lincoln. No surprises there. But then came the game against number one Camden and the Metro Classic. 
Whew, man, that, that was a. If you're a Marauder fan, that was a tough game to watch. But just, just seeing all that talent that Camden has, oh my goodness, I can see why they're the number one team in the state of New Jersey. You know, the Marauders did a great job keeping that game close in the third quarter. They were only down 17 to 13 after that quarter. But DJ Wagner and company, I mean, they, they would showcase why they were the number one team in the state of New Jersey. They would win 70 to 46. I mean, I would hope to see Camden get in the tournament champions if we get there. But, I mean, they're, they're the cream of the crop. That's the, that's why they're ranked 10th in the country. They're, they're, they're good. They're good. Mark, again, off night by Mark, but he will lead the Marauders with 20 points. Ty Lingham also has nine as well. So, the Marauders are now 12-3 and three on this season. And they're going to have another busy week on tap. They're going to have four games on the docket against Schneider, Bayonne, Dickinson and with Bergen on Saturday. And D1 Media Pro will have coverage of all four games. I will have coverage of all four games as well. I'll be there all four. So make sure you follow me at R Rodriguez SPP for all of your basketball updates, as well as follow the team at SPP Basketball on Twitter and at SPP Basketball underscore on Instagram. The ice hockey team had an up-and-down week, but recently, NJ.com has recognized the team's successes this season, and they decided to rank them in the top 20 for the first time all season. They are now number 19, so that's 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 a round of applause right there. It's a huge testament to the work of the players, but especially to first-year head coach Brendan Roche, who has come into the team and has doubled their victories this season. And even the losses they've had, they've been competitive against a tough Gordon Conference. They're not getting blown out most nights, you know? They're 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 hanging with the, the elites. That's all you can ask for. So they would start off the week by taking on number 20th ranked Pope John on Sunday night at the Barnabas Health Hockey House downtown Newark. And sophomore Ben Nodosayola was on the call for D1 Media Pro. So, Ben, take it away. And Pope John will take the puck. That's Kopatra. Oh, and a big hit right there. That's going to draw a penalty from Meishkoff. And there's a goal! Mike Bankovic, his 16th of the season. What a senior season he's been having. And it's 1-1. Pass it back to Fisher. Fisher behind the net. In front. Almost the goal. Good save there by Ar- by Peluzzi. Off a great shot by Arredondo. Fisher tries to shoot. Save. Rebound. Bankovic scores! Mike Bankovic. Double dip. 17th of the season. Power play goal. 2-1 to one, Marauders. Falls. No tripping call. Mossa. Huge shot. Save Petroselli. Hold out to Mosseth. Mosseth can't get the puck out, but Petreka can. Hughes into Miola. He's driving the net. Glove save. Flashing the lever right there. Both teams turning on the wheels. Bankovic thumps the puck in. Here's the Arredondo. Arredondo centers. Bankovic scores! Chris Bankovic! Makes it 3-1. Now icing. 
They give it to the puck now. Gives it to Mike. Shot. Save. Rebound. Save. Rebound. Scores. Ryan Arredondo makes it four-one. Marauders. His third goal of the season. That line is clicking today. And on the marquee for the Pope John Lions is a visit to the Crusaders at the Ice House in Hackensack. That's a good save there, but that should do it. The St. Peter's Prep Marauders win this game 4-1. to one. Goal is coming from Jake Stevens for the Lions and for the Marauders. Michael Bankovitz with two goals, Chris Bankovitz with one, and Brian Arredondo with one. So the top line of the Marauders, which consists of Mike Bankovitz, Chris Bankovitz, and Brian Arredondo, tally all four goals in the contest, and they had six of the eight scoring points in this one. Mike would have two goals, Chris and Brian would have a goal and assist each, and Captain Jack Fisher would end up with two assists in the game as well. Junior goaltender Santo Petroselli is continuing his amazing year in that. He made a possible 37 of 38 saves in the contest. Will he win more to play of the week award? I think he should have. I think, he, I mean, the, with the way he's been playing all season, I think he, he should get, get the nominee. But again, I'm not the one who decides it. You guys decided. It's almost time to see who you guys chose. So the Marauders would beat Pope John 4-1. to one, And then the team are head to Morristown Beard. And, you know, Morristown Beard may not have been ranked. But, again, they were a top 10, top 15 team earlier in the year. So they have some good talent in that squad. The Marauders were in it for the majority of the contest. Michael Bankovich would start scoring in this one. But then... More Beard would immediately respond to tie the game on one heading into the second period, and that's when the wheels absolutely fell off for the Marauders. As More Beard would score six of the next seven goals, as the Marauders would fall seven to two. Mike Bankovitz got both goals, Ryan Lawler got two assists, and also assisting in that game was Joey Petreca and Henry Lepre. Santa Petroselli had an off night in that he would give up. Seven goals, 43 shots, which equates to 36 saves on the evening. So they're now 6, 10, and 3 on the season. And they're going to have two more games, including Pope John on senior night and Paramus Catholic at Sea Caucus on Tuesday before they start the Gordon Cup play on Sunday. So lastly, the fencing team. Also had an up-down week as they upset it, county rival and number nine ranked McNair. Close, but they, they will eventually lose 17 to 13 before bouncing back against Bayon 21 to 5. Again, the top fencers continue to be Peter Burke, Eli Anderson, Ty Fla, and Jason Rowe. And for the Marauders to get where they need to go. They need those four to continue the contributions as they prepare to start their state tournament action this week. Again, your fencers are currently four and three on the season. Let's see how they do in state tournament play. All right. Guess what? It's time. <laughs> 
No, 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 no. That wasn't good. That was good. It's time. Yes, I, I was Bruce Buffer there. I was Bruce Buffer there. We know. Okay. It's what you've all been waiting for. It's time for the Marauder Play the Week Award. Let's thirst again. Let's recall the nominees from last week's episode. We have Junior Santa Petroselli of Hockey, Senior Mike Bankovitz of Hockey, Sophomore Peter Brook of Fencing, Senior Dan Silva of Bowling, and Senior Kevin Whitworth of Swimming. Again, a lot of good competition out there. I mean, Mike keeps racking up the goals. Santa keeps making the saves. Peter Brook undefeated. Dan Silva part of the championship wing team. Bowled the highest score the last couple games. Kellen Woodworth can continue to win meet after meet. I mean, this is, this is not an easy vote whatsoever. So, let's get a drum roll, please. And the winner, who won the contest by the slimmest of margins possible, one singular vote of this week's Marauder Player of the Week award goes to this sophomore from Hoboken, Peter Burke. Man, you're talking about close wins. That, that was as close as you get, but again, congratulations to Peter as he continues his undefeated season at Foil for the fencing program. Well, when I saw the results, I couldn't believe that was by one vote. Absolutely incredible. So now, we got another five potential nominees for this week. They include, okay, and again, there's going to be most of the county championship guys because they deserve it the most. They, they got the hardware. Senior, Raul Cortinas of bowling. Senior, Kevin Whitworth of swimming. Freshman, Max Netherland of wrestling. Senior, Fitzroy Legister of indoor track. And lastly, senior, Mark Armstrong of basketball. So we will have the link to vote on our social media profile at SOT Marauders. And remember, you have until 11.59 p.m. on Saturday, February 12th to cast you, though, so spread the word and vote for who you think deserves to be the Marauder Player of the Week. Well, that is it, folks. Thank you to everyone for tuning in to this week's episode. And be sure to spread the word of the State of the Marauders podcast by sharing our social media profile at SOT Marauders to everyone you know and continue to check them out for all of the latest updates. We're going to see you all next week. And as always, let's go prep. Hey, this is bowling captain Blaze Edwards, and you are listening to the State of the Marauders podcast, sponsored by D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state for high school sports. 